From the steamy nights in Miami to the fast-paced energy of New York City, Like a Fly on the Wall takes you on a non-stop roller coaster ride of adventure and suspense. With captivating characters like Jacques, Kylie, True, and Breeze, you'll be turning pages at a high speed to see what happens next. Like a Fly on the Wall is brought to you by the talented author Simone Kelly. This suspenseful novel crackles with intrigue, sex, and plenty of surprises. Perfect for fans of Eric Jerome Dickey and Carl Weber. Learn more about this sexy suspense thriller by going to likeaflyonthewall.com and order your copy today. Today we are actually starting a new segment where we're going to interview power players in South Florida. And today we are interviewing Daryl Forges of NBC6. Hello. Hey, Daryl. And welcome back. Herman, Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx. Ooh, ooh. Oh, excuse me. My handsome Puerto Rican brother. Get it right. Get it right. (laughs) (laughs) So before we get started, Daryl, just quickly tell us about what you do. Well, I am a morning reporter for NBC6, uh, so basically my uh, schedule consists of getting up at 2.15 in the morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's painful. And uh, starting live at 4.30 to 7, then I'm live again for our 11 a.m. show. So it's a pretty busy uh, day covering all the uh, breaking crazy news in South Florida. Wow, that's a lot of fun. It's exciting. So you never get bored. Oh, it's it's a never. It never gets bored. There's one day where you wake up and they're like, hey, you know, we want you to go talk to the Miami football players. And then there's one day you're doing a story about a lady who just uh, killed her husband with a machete. Oh, nice. You know, and, and it, that actually happened. So it's really? just every, yeah, every day it's always something different. All right, so with that being said, uh, we're starting a new little segment on the show called Rapid Fire Questions. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. And we're going to ask you uh, a couple of questions. Okay. No, nothing, nothing too heavy. You'll be able to handle it. All right, what's the most important object that you own? The most important object that I own? <sighs> My car. Your car? Okay. Right. <laughs> I got to get something. Something's got to get me you around. Want, you want to ask one? Sure. Uh, if you had to identify somebody in your past life, who were you? Somebody in my past life, who would I be? Who were you? Who was I? Oh, I think I probably would have been, uh, ooh, that's a good one. Mm. Wow. Come Rapid fire. We don't got uh, much time. I would say I'd be Pharaoh. Pharaoh. I'd be Pharaoh, yeah. Usher Pharaoh? Oh, he looks like Usher. A nice bronze Pharaoh. Right. This is an interesting one. What would be a meal you would not eat at a potluck dinner? Would not eat at a potluck? Here's the thing I do. If I ask anyone at the potluck, hey, um, so do you have a cat? If you say you have a cat, I'm not eating it. Gotcha. Because I have Excuse been. Excuse me, I have a cat and I'm very clean. You okay, well, 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 you, you know, know what? Well, you're so a, defensive. You're a special case. We're going to keep you, that you in you mind. You my food, bro. <laughs> 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 Ain't no cat here in my food. No, I've seen people that have dogs that will like be picking up the, and the dog sitting at the table with them. Like, I, can, I don't Yeah, I, one of my yeah. friends, uh, he has his cat on his table when he's oh, no. eating. I'm no, like, no, I'm no, like no, bro, no. That, that's, that, the devil is a lie. Yeah, no, that's, I can't that's do a that. Much. No, 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 no. This is, this, I think this, this is a telltale question. Flip flops or stilettos? Oh, that's for man. a girl, but I guess I, you know, it's not. No, it doesn't have to be. I get you're right. I like, I like ladies in stilettos. Mm-hmm. 
Can you still those pumps in the club? Okay. You know that song? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> you ain't going to stop singing? That's that Atlanta song. <laughs> All right. Time's a ticking. All right. So we're going to get started with some other questions. Um, good warm-up, by the that's way. That's fine. You like that? You feel yeah, loose and comfortable now? I feel real good and loose. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> that's the point. All right. So what were one of the things you did as a child that kind of predicted your, your, your career right now? Well, when I was in uh, elementary school, I used to do the morning announcements where I would say, hey, I'm Daryl. Yeah, hey, I'm Daryl. Here's uh, today. Today for lunch, we're having this or whatever. And I just got hooked on like telling people things they never knew. Uh, so from there, when I was 10 years old, I was like big on like Bush v. Gore. I just was a political geek by the age of 10 years old. Oh so I just love that type of stuff. And as soon as I uh, started uh, getting into that, I just knew that I wanted to do news. Nice. Okay. Do you know what mine was? Uh, I can take a guess. What is it? Telling people what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. I, Boss I, lady. I used to be um, well produce. Um, there you tape, go. Tape tape recorded shows. Okay. And uh, you know I have my friends with their books. Okay, do the you're, you're going to do the sound effects on the book. You're working, and I would have like I would have How casting. You? Like you know, like eight nine. Oh man. Yeah, I would do the whole production. You know. It was hilarious. Boss anyway, in the making. But who knew mm-hmm. I'd be a producer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were a boss lady. <laughs> it's still uh, Yeah, I know. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want to ask another one? Sure. Um, if you have to give advice to someone who is trying to get into your field, into the broadcasting, I guess, uh, journalism field, what would be the advice you'd offer? I would say don't listen to the naysayers. Keep working hard. Um, because in this industry and like a lot of other other industries, there's a lot of people who are very subjective towards you, who will tell you you can't do anything. That was a good example for me. So when I got out of, when I was in college, I was heavily involved in a lot of stuff for TV, radio, uh, newspaper, doing athletic stuff, you name it. And I was pretty confident I was going to get a job out of school. But I applied to 36 or 37 news stations, and all 36 said no. And the news director would say, oh, you don't have the look. You don't speak correctly. Um, you're, you're rough around the edges. And I was depressed for several months and it took me seven or eight months to get a job and that's when I started working in Montgomery Alabama but if I listened to people I wouldn't have been able to get to this point I would have just quit you know I went from sitting at home you know crying about my job to interviewing Oprah seven eight months later you know and that's the good thing about believing yourself you believe in yourself hey nothing can stop you Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was a little college kid when I met him. When she really did. <laughs> that means I'm young. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. That, I that, got a good face. That was the, the joke. So as far as um, your first time on TV, how did you feel like when you actually saw yourself? Or how did your family feel? I was scared. I was scared. And plus, I, and still to this day, I still have a problem watching myself on TV because I still feel like I have like a very high-pitched voice. And people say, no, you don't. But it's just still weird seeing myself and hearing my voice on TV. High it is. I, I Well, to me, it, you know how when you hear your voice, you're like, what is this? You know? <laughs> what? It, who hired this person? <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? So, uh, so yeah. So, that every time I see myself, I'm like, man, but also I think about my grandmother, who's no longer with us. She, uh, she told me, she said, babe, you're going to do it. You're going to make it happen. And when I interviewed Oprah, uh, I gave her the picture, and then three days later, she passed. I interviewed Oprah, and it was a few days after my, uh, and then I gave it to my, a picture to my grandmother, and then she passed. Uh, she she oh, moved it. on to go with okay. the Lord. I missed the sentence. I'm down. It's okay. It's okay. And uh, and I was just thinking about her because I know she wanted me to, you know, to get into this field, and she knew how bad I wanted it. So it was good to. Whenever time I look at my TV at TV at myself, I think about her. Wonderful. Yeah. You know, I I did forget to do one little thing. Studio, make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. So with that <laughs> being said, like, uh, I just forgot we have to do that every time. So, so right. as you were going through the journey of, of, of you know dealing with the naysayers and, and the different uh, rejections you were getting from different opportunities or different, uh, did you ever think about sort of changing fields, or was it just about you came up with new promotional strategies to market yourself and? There was, a, there was a point uh, because I went to one job interview and for I thought was a news position as a news reporter. And I got there, I sat in the guys uh, in his office, and he said, you know what? You're not news material. I want you to do sales. What? Like straight up to my face. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, this is, this is super disrespectful, you know? I said a lot of other things too. But anyway, that's another story. But um, what I did was I just kept working hard. Um, I kept networking with people. Um, even though they would say online, no phone, phone calls, please, when you apply, I, I call people. Because I just that's how bad I wanted to get into mm-hmm. the industry. So I just did whatever it took to to show what I had that separated me from other people. So your perseverance, would you say, was was really the key? Absolutely, I'm a go getter, and and that's and that's something I'm not afraid to to admit. I'm a go getter, and I've been blessed because my family always told me if you want something, you know, think about it. There's a lot of other men and women in this industry who look just like you, talk just like you. What can you do to separate yourself from everybody else? I think you said something um, earlier, too, that, that made a lot of sense that you have to, like, I guess, drive home for people is that when you're in entertainment, you have to have thick skin. Because people, do. They, they don't care how they talk to people. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things that they will scream at you in your face. They'll tell you your work was crap. Well, crap is a very clean word compared to what they really use. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just have to really be strong. And if your management's not telling you anything, you're definitely getting it from viewers. You know, viewers oh, on Facebook, yeah. on Instagram, on, on Twitter. They're telling you a lot of things that you don't want to you don't want to hear, but you gotta just you know just shrug it off and keep it moving. Right. So would you say that you've developed besides the tough skin uh, superpowers that you can say that distinguishes yourself uh, you know in your field compared to all the other journalists in, in in the world? You know what I think I the biggest thing I was I've tried to do when I first started the entry was who is Daryl Ford just the reporter, and I've in the past year I think I found that person and that's just being me. You know, I was always focused on trying to be like Lester Holt, trying to be like the next black anchor. But that's not who I am. If I try to be like that, people will see on TV, oh, he's trying to be something he's not. Mm -hmm. So why not be myself? Why not show my energy, my pizzazz, my whatever you want to call it when I'm on air? Because that's what separates me from everybody else versus trying to get in line and trying Mm -hmm. to be like that next Lester Mm -hmm. Holt or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you, you know uh, much about On Your Power, but we're all about personal development, personal growth. And I wanted to know, how do you stay grounded? How do you own your power? What are some things that you do before you get up at 2 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah, I pray for sure. Um, no, my, my family. I'm the oldest of four. I'm the only um, I'm, I'm the first uh, male in my entire family, even extended family, to attend and graduate college. And what keeps me grounded is my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. They always tell me, you know, hey, you know, be humble. Um, be grateful for um, every opportunity that you get. Um, and the biggest thing my dad, my mom and dad are ministers. Um, the one big thing my dad always tells me is, everyone always says Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ. Strengthens me. But my dad said, not that, but there's another Bible scripture that says, a man thinketh, so is he. So if you think you're something, that's what you're going to be. Mm-hmm. So every time I get up, no matter how tough it is that one morning, trying to get by 2.15, 2.30 in the morning, I tell myself, hey, I'm Daryl Forges. You know, I'm making something happen. This may be a tough morning so far, but you know what? This is going to uh, start something great for me. And I try to preach that also to uh, college students who try to get into the industry, to young people, to people who are even in the industry, to, to let them know, hey, you know what? If you stay the course and, and keep your head down, great things are going to happen. 
Wow, I'm really loving this guest. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. any tips? Um, any other tips would you give anybody that's trying to get in entertainment in general, the entertainment industry in general? I would say keep just do the best you can. I would say don't listen to the people. If you believe that you can do it, keep pushing yourself. I mean, there's so many stories in the entertainment industry. I mean, Tyler Perry is a good example. You have a bunch of uh, actors. I mean, you have uh, so many people who uh, I can't even name. Just a lot of them um, that. Viola Davis is another good example. No one heard of her until what? She was what, in her 40s? You know, so I think that my thing is just stay the course. If you believe in yourself, do it. And if you don't believe in yourself, then who does believe in you? You know, um, and that's the one thing I would tell people because you're always going to get those no's every single day. But when you do get that door and it cracks open a little bit, kick that door down. Mm-hmm. And that's when your opportunities are, are really going to start opening up. And what is next for Daryl? What are you What are you going to do after this? After well, you know what I love the ranks of NBC. <laughs> you know your own what? show, daytime show. That would let, let's speak that into existence okay. right now. Um, you know, I'm first off. I've I've been at NBC Six in Miami for over a year now, and it's been a blessing. I was in Montgomery, Alabama. Are you uh, from Alabama? No, I, I worked in Montgomery. I, I'm from? from Atlanta. Okay, from Atlanta. Okay. Um, right now, it's a bad year. The Falcons not doing so hot, and the Georgia Bulldogs lost. But that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> she, so it's been, she wouldn't know what. Anything it's okay. Like it's cool. It's cool. It's right cool. over my head. It's cool. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Let's talk about crystals and chakras. I know. What you're talking about. <laughs> um, but uh, for me, I just want to continue to learn and get better every single day, um, and hopefully move up the ranks. That's my biggest goal. Um, my my biggest goal in the next five to ten years, I want to be an anchor. I want to anchor. I want to anchor somebody's morning show. Um, that's one of my biggest goals. And hopefully with my personality, with the way I present myself on camera uh, every single morning from 430 to 7 a.m. on NBC6 News yes, Today. plug it. Uh, <laughs> and also don't forget to download the NBC6 News weather app. That's on Apple. Uh, you, I, wait, wait, wait. You don't got to speed that. We still got a couple minutes. Say that slowly so people oh, okay, know how cool. to find you. Okay, cool. Of course, you know, follow me on Twitter at DarylNBC6 and on Instagram at Daryl underscore underscore Forges. It's D-A-R-R-Y-L. My last name, Forges, F-O-R-G-E-S. And so hopefully we'll see what happens. I just want to continue to work hard, learn and get better every day, and just see what uh, really what the good Lord has in store for me. And so. what channels are you on again? You said you, you said I'm on I'm on every I'm on Monday through Friday from 4:30 to 7 a.m. on NBC six, uh, and I'm also on 11 a.m. on the midday show. And then also they'll also have record my uh, segments or record my news stories and have them air during the later shows at 4:30 or 5:30 in the but afternoon. You said something about the internet, like an app or something. Oh, yeah, our, our NBC6 News and Weather app. All my stories are on there as well. So just go type in NBC6 on your Apple, your smart, any of your smartphones, and that app is there. You catch all my stories, my bio. Anything you want to know about me or my news stories, that's how you can go on there. Wonderful. Well, thanks for being a part of the Own Your Power radio show. Thank you so much for having you. me. I appreciate it. I know you got to get up early in the morning, so uh, we appreciate you for coming down. Thank you so give, much. Give I appreciate it. Keep it locked on Own Your Power Radio. Remember, anything you want is attainable. Own your power. Own Your Power Radio. Real soul and hip-hop. Just the way you like it.
www.breicosmetics.com. Thanks. 